1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Friday. Thank God. Max, what's going on?
2: You know, we've talked about head coaches ad nauseum and I guess we're going to continue to talk about head coaches today because I, I have some very important news to tell you guys. I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday, but the USFL... Made a a stunning, a shocking hire yesterday, bringing in Jeff Fisher to lead the Michigan Panthers. So, uh, Panthers, congratulations on your 8-8 eight
1: eight record. I hate Michigan now, too, Sex Panther.
3: I'm offended to have Jeff Fisher associated with anything named Panthers. <laughs> like there's, there's, there's just nothing good here at all. Yes, we are going to talk coaches. We had more coaching movement, more coaching rumors. But before we get there, I wanted to ask you guys this. The NBA released their all-star rosters yesterday, last night. How many names do you come up with before Andrew Wiggins <laughs> is a starter for your Western Conference all-stars? He's a starter? Oh, shit, He's he a is. starter. <laughs> look, I'm happy for the guy. He's been in the league nine years, but really? A starter?
2: I mean, oof, that's something. I, I, you know, I, I must have missed that. You know, I think I saw the name, and it didn't register me that he was a fucking starter. <laughs> um, wow. So I, I saw Morant. Congrats. I mean, fucking a, absolutely. Um, so joining James's starters, Golden State Warriors guard Steph Curry, John Morant, Jokic, and Andrew fucking Wiggins. My God, that's that's just terrible. from the, from,
3: from, from, from like, which one doesn't fit right. <laughs>
2: From the east, it's going to be Demar Derozan, uh, sure Durant, uh, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, and Giannis. So those are them. Um, wow, uh, fucking Andrew Wiggins really is the sore thumb out of all those names I just read right there. That that's fucking amazing. Um, I mean, the fact that he even edged Draymond—that's that's, that's mind blowing, right? <laughs> I mean, you think that you know if, if you have you know the uh, another player from um golden state who's not named clay thompson because he hasn't played most of the season i'd put draymond over andrew wiggins right no doubt
1: how do they decide the all-star game is this fan votes or what's the what's the what's the the, i don't
2: remember
3: Uh, okay so you got your team captains so durant and um james were the the captains so they they get like 50% Fifty percent or some percent. There's like a three different metrics, and fan vote is one of them. And somehow Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins was number three on the fan vote. Draymond Green was number six, and it was the fan vote that kicked Wiggins up there. So a lot of a lot of basketball voting up there in Oakland.
1: Hmm. A lot of shenanigans going on in California apparently lately. Oof.
2: Wow, well, some shenanigans yesterday for uh. You you know we, we, we do this early show. I don't know if people are aware of this. We do the early show, and by the time by the time these games are about to tip off, there's usually a lot of data that changes. Finally, finally, it fucking fell in our advantage yesterday. LeBron missed yesterday's game, <laughs> and that that line completely shifted. and Philadelphia easily handled them anyway. But like, yeah, we we got tons of value once LeBron was uh, declared out in that one. So that rarely happens. It's usually fucking other way around for us. <laughs> yes. And that's that's another KOD to hit. Fucking a, man, fucking a,
1: not bad, so, not bad. Yeah. The KODs and NBA.
2: So we got some, we got some NFL. Uh, I, jo- I joked about NFL coaching stuff. I guess there is some NFL coaching news or rumors or things that are about to. It seems like the Bears are going to hire um, who's it? Someone from the Colts, right? As their head coach, Matt. Eberfluss? I don't even hey, think I was gonna touch that I, don't even, I don't even think we said that fucking name as we were going through the odds. I don't think Eberfluss <laughs> ever fucking came up. I don't even know what an Eberfluss is.
3: I feel bad for the guy because every time I keep thinking of his name, the only thing that comes to my mind is Doofus. <laughs> Doofus. <laughs> 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 I was about to change his name or something. Uh, Yeah, defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. As we talked about all year, the Colts defense was pretty damn good. I just don't know if this was the right fit for a team that doesn't have a very good defense and a rookie quarterback. It'll be very curious to see who he brings in around him.
1: Any rumors on that? I haven't heard a thing. I was scared. I, you know, I have no
3: idea who. Yeah. Uh, first big question is:
2: is yeah, who is he going to bring in as his offense coordinator? No, I mean, young quarterback. You got to bring in. You got to do something, right? Um, wow, Eberfluss. I don't. I don't think I fucking even thought about that. But so the other rumors, though, right? There's. It seems like Byron Leftwich said, "Hey, Jacksonville, I will come head coach for you if you bring in Adrian Wilson as the GM." And in a fucking shocking turn of events, it seems like Jacksonville's like, all right, cool. I uh, they apparently really wanted Leftwich. <laughs> so that that's the big rumor is that Adrian Wilson will be the GM. Byron Leftwich will be the head coach of Jacksonville. Uh and then the other thing, before I turn this over to Panther for reactions, is I mentioned on the show yesterday that Josh McDaniels was rumored to be in the eye for the Raiders job. It kind of cooled down while it's heating back up. He not only has been calling people to fulfill his uh, you know, coaching, uh, you know, the rest of his assistants and coaching uh, uh, department, he apparently asked Bill O'Brien to be his offensive coordinator. So <laughs> Panther, <laughs> reactions to Josh McDaniels and Bill O'Brien on your mm-hmm. fucking team.
3: Well, this is, I mean, we we turn teams or, or names into verbs, and this is another effort of Vegas to rater things up. I liked Basaccia. I thought he had earned the right to, to get that job. And I think he knows he's on his way out because uh, it sounds like he's flirting around with the special teams job over with the Chicago bears. Josh McDaniels in of itself doesn't bother me. I mean, he was eventually going to be a head coach, Bill O'Brien, like, why? Why does anybody in college, pro, anywhere, why do you want to touch this guy? At least as a coordinator, he can't make general manager decisions or anything. But I don't like the Bill O'Brien move at all. I'm, I'm lukewarm on McDaniels. Clearly, if that's the direction they're going, Harbaugh is out of the picture. And Basaccia, it looks like he's not going to get a fair shake. I, I really like Basaccia. I thought he should have been the guy.
1: Do we know why he didn't get a fair shake? Why they didn't jump on him? Was there any real
3: uh, the, stories? The only, the only thing that would make sense to me is that he's only he's 65 years old. So I maybe they're looking for somebody that can stick around longer. You kind of speculate that that's only a, a five-year gig. Seventy just seems to be a number where guys start to tap out and retire. Um, so that's the only – I haven't heard anything. That's just my own personal speculation.
1: Yeah, that's a, the that's a retirement age. Tom Brady, that's when he'll hang it up too. <laughs> from, from playing mm-hmm. not, not coaching yeah, yeah no from playing yeah
2: yeah. I mean the, the, it's still it's still undetermined what's happening with, with Brady um, it, it seems to be heating up I've, I've been keeping an eye on some of the sports books and the odds it looks like they're favoring for Aaron Rodgers to end up in Denver wow that's that's where the sports books are kind of yeah I mean I think it's 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 close between him staying in Green Bay and him going to Denver it's it's pretty fucking close from what I'm seeing from the odds there so um, and then Tampa is on that list too funny enough like the, the theory is that if Tom retires then he's going to try to convince uh, Rodgers to come take his place in Tampa so
1: really he cares that much. Of-
2: I, I, apparently he 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 doesn't want to leave uh, Aryans in a lurch because he wants to play more. The, I, this is all speculation or hearsay or whatever because you haven't fucking heard anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the the rumors are that you know Tom's feeling pressure at home <laughs> to to finally kind of like hang it up. But Tom doesn't want to. Tom feels uh, he, he's playing at a near MVP level.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's going to be what second in MVP votes this year behind Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. So there's no reason for him to quit. At this point, there's no reason. He's he's still a damn good quarterback. Most quarterbacks, you know, uh, Eli Manning for half his career was was god awful. He should have retired you know, after he won that second Super Bowl. It's like, <laughs> I'm going out on top, motherfuckers. Fuck you. Uh, you know, he took the money. But anyway, uh, but yeah, with, with Brady, he doesn't want to retire. So I think he would feel bad leaving Arians and that team in a bad situation. Uh, they have so many free agents, though. You remember that that was the roster that almost everyone came back on? Mm hmm. And now it's it's not it's not looking likely. But if Brady comes back, all those people are going to be like, let's give it one more shot. You know, uh, it's it's. (laughs) I don't know if you saw. Did you see the uh, the audio of uh, Eric Weddle going up to Brady after the game? No,
1: no, no. It it,
2: it just came out the audio. He's like, he's like, why'd you have to do that to us?
3: (laughs) Why'd you have to make it close? <laughs> that wasn't Tom Brady making it close. That was the Rams playing fumbleitis uh to to make it close. I I, I just can't see Tom Brady walking. He's so competitive. I can't see him walking away. Um dare I say, a loser, like walking, walking out that way. I think if he's going to walk out, he wants to walk out on top. He's going to chase one more ring. You're right about Tampa Bay's free agents, though. Godwin's out uh, or is a free agent. Uh, They got a ton of defensive players that are free agents. Uh, It'd be interesting to what they do at quarterback. If Brady were to retire, they did draft Kyle Trask from the university of Florida just last year in anticipation that Brady won't play till he's Passaccia's age. But if they go the Aaron Rodgers route, maybe they don't see something in trash because they're not really to to do the you know rebuild things just quite yet.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting situation over there, and I'm not really sure what to make of it. The thing that interests me more is is Rodgers going to uh, uh, Denver? That just blows my mind. I cannot see how a man who refuses to throw risky passes and, and, and potentially get an interception makes the biggest risky career move of his entire life.
2: I love what Rex Ryan said, though. What did he say? Uh, he, he's like, he's like, oh, great! He'll be the third best quarterback in that division. Man, that's what Rex Ryan said. Behind <laughs> not Mahomes, the, not the conference, not the
3: conference, not in, the conference not in, the that, conference, division. in that division, yeah.
2: because I listen. I, you're you're jumping ship in, in, in that conference. I mean, just think about the division alone. Yeah, there, there's Mahomes and there's Herbert, and you know, Derek Carr. But anyway, uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. I mean, there's some good fucking quarterbacks in the AFC. So uh, the competition does get a little bit. It, it's weird, though. Like we keep saying, you know, the NFC, 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 and then it's going to come down to the fucking AFC probably winning this. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be fucking Joe Burrow magically winning the goddamn Super Bowl this year, isn't it?
1: Doesn't it feel like Josh Allen and Mahomes and Burrow and even Herbert to some degree? These are like next generation quarterbacks. These are like, you know, quarterbacks 3.0 and Rodgers is a quarterback
2: 2.0. Absolutely. I, I totally feel that. You, you know, like like Rogers yeah. was, was the evolution of Favre, right? Like, you, you know, it was, it, was the, it was moving on from that kind of quarterback into this, you know, the, the generation that we've seen with Rodgers. And now it's, it's yeah, he's, he's kind of, it's last, last year's news, right? These guys can fucking not only throw the ball with pinpoint accuracy, they can do stuff on the field with their legs, uh, you know, not to say that Rogers can't run, right. but I mean, every single one of the guys that we mentioned can fucking run the ball really well. You know, like be, uh, run, running back style running, you know, it's, it's that, um, you know, when Mike Vick came uh, you know, into the league and he was making all the news, it's like, we never saw anything like that, right? The guy that can move that fucking fast and quick in the pocket and he was just elusive and blah, blah, blah. Now you look around the league and it's like, okay, if you don't have some of those skills at quarterback in this generation, you can't play quarterback. Mm-hmm.
3: It was just a matter of time. And the change in the guard had to come because this was the evolution of football at the college level. So, not only the guys that you're mentioning, but you still got guys like Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Like, this is the new NFL. It's the running quarterback. And it's exciting to watch, but it's so dangerous because at some point these guys are going to get murdered a middle linebacker is just going to come back and they're going to you know the quarterback is going to pull Patrick Mahomes he doesn't go out of bounds when he's supposed to he's got to get that extra yard and the, the defense is going to be sick of it and these quarterbacks are going to get clocked it's exciting football but it does make me a little nervous watching some of those plays
1: you know with Josh Allen I'm worried that the, the linebacker in that situation might get himself hurt trying to hit Josh Allen
3: that dude, man, he he is not afraid at all. He is not afraid to lay down. He he lays the wood right there. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, he's a big boy, and Mahomes is not a fast guy. He's not a fast quarterback. He's not a fast man. But I'll be damned. He's like a snake. He just he finds those little cracks and just slithers right through it. He's got he's smooth. got that pop, yeah he's got that smooth. pocket presence. Uh, that's something Burrow yeah. needs to work on. We could talk yeah, quick, more about that tomorrow. So
2: yeah, quick and elusive, especially with that offensive line, right?
3: Yeah. yeah that, hopefully, they address that.
2: So the, the last piece of news, and then we'll take a break, is, uh, Panther, maybe you saw this, is the Ravens hired a new defensive coordinator. Did you happen to see that? Who they
3: hired? Uh, I, I I saw something.
2: What, didn't he come from the University of Michigan? How fucking funny. It was Mike McDonald, yeah, the, the defensive yeah. coordinator. He, he jumped ship from from Jim to John. Yeah, I don't know if that's a step up or a step down.
1: That's
3: a step up. A little, that's a step uh, up. It's a step up, a little less crazy, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah i think i think we know which one of the Harbaugh guys is the you know the true horrible asshole monster that no one can tell
2: <laughs> fair point asshole monster you know but uh i don't know you know may, maybe uh in the in between between the ears i don't i don't know which one has more <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's a good after uh, this uh, good after question. this
2: past <laughs> season <laughs> that's 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 the question. <laughs>
1: Ooh, all right. That's a good place to take a break. Guys, all right. Hey, let's talk about Odds
2: oh, yeah. Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Arch, stop taking a drag from your e-cigarette and tell me about
1: Odds Jam. Odds Jam, they, I I wish I knew how they did it because I would do it too. (laughs) They update sports books almost in real time. So like, you know, uh, uh, BetMGM updates their odds. It's changed on on Odds Jam. So you can track steam movements. So you can hit the books that are sleeping or slow. That's always a good way to make some money. Or you can, you know, see uh, which uh, sports books you might be able to bet both sides and turn a profit. You can arbitrage.
2: And you can get those alerts sent to you, right? Yeah, the email. You set your percentage. Like, how much do you want to make? Like, (laughs) what what value are you looking for? That's insane. Uh, Yeah, as as I mentioned, the fastest real-time data spots those discrepancies. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. Use the link in the description. They'll they'll know that you're a true degen, and there's no catch there. Just the smartest betting software on the market. So get used to winning with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back up-to-the-minute odds free bets and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on the best part about my bookie you can bet on anything anytime anywhere use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day
2: I've gotten used to winning this week, so I'm waiting for it to all crumble fucking down. <laughs> That's how it goes. Like, really oh, honestly, you know, you know it's, it's a, a pretty fucking good week in, in sports betting for old Mad Max here. Let us talk about the Boston Celtics, because I'm going to rip the band aid off. Hmm. I was worried c- about this one. I can't remember the last time I bet on the Celtics.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, I, I, I probably have bet against them more this season than on them. Uh, such is the tortured life of a Celtics fan. Coming off that big win over the Kings, Boston's going to take the road against the Atlanta Hawks, a team that's won five in a row. Atlanta also coming off of a big win over the Kings. Man, the Kings fucking suck, right? Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ.
2: Uh, both teams relatively healthy. I ran my numbers, and I have this as a really close one. But ultimately, I, I think Boston shocks the Hawks here and gets the win. I can't f- fucking believe I'm going to do this. $10 money line bet on the Celtics.
3: Uh, I was really in the same boat. I'm looking at this game. I'm looking at the way Atlanta's playing. I'm looking at the way the Celtics are playing. And I, look, I'm agreeing with you. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I still don't trust Boston. It looks like they are the play, probably in a money line situation. I just don't trust them. So a ton of moral support, but I'm not betting the Celtics.
1: Yeah, I, it, it it is what it is. I couldn't believe it when I saw it this morning myself. I'm going to take the Celtics before it changes. Plus two and a half for that uh that almighty one percent ten bucks. Yeah,
2: Jesus, I un fucking believable. This uh, I. I up is down, left is right. Dogs cats living together. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Somebody's coming. Uh, Denver at New Orleans. Nuggets have won four of their last five games, but heading to New Orleans where the Pelicans, they've won their last four home games. They are coming off of a loss to the Sixers, double-digit loss to the Sixers, but they were without Brandon Ingram in that game. I looked at the injury report today. Both Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram are listed as questionable, but uh, the Twitterverse says that they seem to be set to play today, so might be a game time decision. But you know, I'm I'm going to take a leap of faith that both those guys are going to play. As for Zion Williamson news, he's still fat. That's what's been reported. He's still oh, fat. Good for him. Uh, Nikola Jokic coming off of a so-so game. He scored 26 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. Man, that guy's a fucking scrub. I think he'll have another one of those games today as he's eyeing his back-to-back MVP run. Um, and he has to play at that level because he doesn't have much help out there with him. Uh, Jamal Murray slated to return you know, at some point. I think he's, he's, he's healthy enough uh, to start practicing soon. So we'll see. Hopefully Jamal Murray can uh, be out there make a difference there. Because the Nuggets need it. They're, they're just a good team a good team trying to hang with some really good teams out in the West. So I think they need a jolt to help push them into that upper echelon. Uh, in this matchup though, I I think that lack of depth that there's a vulnerability here for them to be an upset with new Orleans. So I'm banking on Ingram playing, I'm ba- banking on Hart playing and I'm banking on new Orleans to get the win. So a $10 money line bet on the Pelicans.
3: I agree with you again. Denver's just not the same team that we've seen over the past few years because of that lack of depth. One of the things I loved about them was their depth. No Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr., no Gary Harris. Traded him to Orlando. Like, there's just they don't have that depth. And going against a New Orleans team that doesn't have a Jokic per se. Ingram's a fine player, but he's no Joker. Uh, I, I just don't think that Denver can measure up against the depth that New Orleans has, assuming everybody plays. Denver's not been great on the road. New Orleans has been pretty decent at home, and they're catching five and a half. I'm not betting it, but that's where I'm at. I'm leaning the Pelicans plus Whoa. those points.
1: I thought we had a kiss of death lining up there. It seemed like all the stars were aligning. Oh, well, two out of three ain't bad. I am on the Pelicans too. I'm taking that five and a half before it gets even – it's getting smaller everywhere, but yeah. Yeah. Five and a half. I feel really comfortable about this one. Ten bucks on Nolland.
2: You know, Meatloaf thought the same thing, and now he's dead arch. About what? Two out of three ain't bad. Ooh. New York. At Milwaukee. Uh, we made some money fading the bucks the other night against Cleveland, and uh, maybe there's a chance to make some money by fading Milwaukee again today. Uh, wow. Nick's not playing some inspiring basketball uh, this season. And lately it seems that they've been even worse. They have lost four of their last five games. Uh, they have struggled to be consistent on offense. This is their third straight road game and they lost their first two. Do they have a chance of winning today? Hmm. Maybe. I I think the implied probability in this one says it's a, a lot closer than this line indicates. Uh, Milwaukee 17 and eight at home this season. We know that uh, they have won their last three home games. But other than that flex over the Grizzlies, they really have not shown up for all four quarters of these games lately. I'm just banking on them sleeping on the Knicks today. I, I still have them winning it, but it's close. I probably should be taking the points, but that that sweet sweet money line is so fucking tempting <laughs> here. Ten dollar money line bet on the Knicks plus three fifty
3: another game. I'm not on. I I agree with you again. Milwaukee's just, I look, this is a team that can beat you by 30 and it's a team that can lose at home by five. Like I just, I don't trust the bucks and New York this was the year right they were supposed to take that step forward and they've really regressed since last year so i I don't trust them either i like the knicks plus the points but again i'm not betting this one
1: Mm, this is another game max i'm on three for three so far i love new york plus the nine and a half here are you kidding me i i I don't think they win but i do think they keep it pretty close and within that nine and a half so i'm gonna put 10 bucks on new york and fade the anti-packers
2: I got them losing by a three-pointer, right? So, I mean, with, with yeah. that, if, if I have them losing by a single bucket, you know, like a, you know one, one play, it's worth taking a shot on the money line. But you're probably right. Be smart and take the points. That's it for me and the NBA.
3: Panther, what else do you have for us? I got three games. You didn't wow. touch any of them. Let's start with Utah at Memphis. The Jazz are broken. I mean, this team is broken. No Gobert, no Donovan Mitchell. And now you're going to Memphis that's just they're healthy they got elite guard play and they're only minus four maybe it's a, i feel like i'm jumping into dick person in a bunch of traps maybe this is a trap i don't know but i love the way memphis has played all season i'm gonna lay those four points and put 10 bucks on the grizzle
2: yeah it does seem trappish um uh, rudy gobert is definitely out i did read that uh I do believe though that Donovan Mitchell is going to make a surprise Batman performance tonight. So I think maybe that's where the vulnerability is there. Even with Mitchell though, I mean Memphis at home, damn good fucking team here. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna lean the Jazz though. I, I think I think Mitchell's going to come back and, and can keep this close. So uh, Utah's Utah's really good.
1: Mm. Uh, lean on Utah. I'll lean Memphis with you, Panther. But I do not have a play in this game. <laughs> it's close. It's a little too close for me to want to bet it
3: all right well let's try this game then how about the indiana pacers going to oklahoma city i don't dare i say indiana pacers might be one of the worst teams in the league right now and i don't understand it they got sabonis who isn't playing miles turner <laughs> who's not playing and brogdon who just came back from whatever was ailing him but when when they're healthy and kira Levert, like this pacer team's a a good team and they just cannot put it together without their bigs and um, mediocre guard play. I just think Giddy and Shea Gildas Alexander have a field day, especially if you saw what happened to the Pacers uh, at the hands of the Hornets last time out. So I, I like Oklahoma city at home here, 10 bucks on the thunder. Hmm.
2: A definitely a winnable game by the thunder. I, in fact, I ran my numbers and I have them winning this game by a point <laughs> so i mean there's just no value in this for me i, I do think the thunder should win this one a depleted pacers team just on the road Ugh. this this is a winnable game for the thunder so uh yep yeah, lean moral support on the thunder
1: yeah th- <sighs> the pacers could win the thunder could win i'll lean the pacers because they're getting a point and a half but good god i don't want a piece of this at all
3: all right, one more smelly game that I'm on. Let's take a look at the Bulls, going against Max's San Antonio Spurs. Bulls are starting to get a little bit healthier. Now you got uh, all-star DeMar DeRozan taking the court against his former team. The minus two got really spooks me here because the Bulls are a far better team than the Spurs. Like, it's night and day, and we're only talking two points. Oh, hey, good news. You, had- can,
1: you, can do, you only have to give up a half a point now. Minus one. Well, minus see,
3: two. now I I, I acknowledge this smells, it stinks, <laughs> it's trash, it's garbage, but I'm jumping right into it. I don't give a shit. Give me the Bulls, minus the half a point.
2: God damn. I had it written down, bet Spurs. Bet Spurs, yep, yep. I had it circled, I had it, and I erased it. I completely I erased you. it. I, can, <laughs> I can't touch this fucking game. Uh, but lean the Spurs. I think that's the play.
1: Yeah, leaning the Spurs here, too. I, again, it told me to bet the Spurs, but I didn't feel like reading a paragraph that Big Daddy's going to write tomorrow morning. So lean him, not bet him. That's it for me? That's it for me. Panther, all on an island, left and yeah. right, all by himself. Means he's going to have a good day, isn't he? Eh, probably.
2: Uh,
3: but I, I really feel left out because if I bet those other three, that was three KODs. Three KODs.
2: It's wow. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh, boy. <laughs> chalk city today guys chalk city i i wouldn't mind a panther parlay that just gobbles up all the chalk in the three big games um i i trust me i could actually bet the bruins with some with some wiggle room like 275 i could bet the bruins up to like minus 350. like it's it's insane i'm not going to though i
3: thought they were 350.
2: (laughs) i'm not going to though but I do have to eat some chalk. You know, I made some money betting the dogs yesterday. They were all barking in the NHL. I think the pendulum swings, and that the the, the value is actually on the favorites today. Starting off with Detroit at Pittsburgh, uh, fresh off that close loss to the Kraken last night. Pittsburgh's going to be ready to grab the win today. This is a team that had won six games in a row prior to last night's mistake. And they're just a really damn good home team. Detroit, I mean, I can only find value in them when they're playing at home. On the road, this is a team that just forgets the basic elements of hockey, like scoring or defense or skating. It's a chalky one. I know it, but I,
3: I, there's value here, funny enough. $10 bet on the Penguins. Ah, complete agreement here i've got three other hockey plays that i like so this wasn't one that i was on but i agree with you today is one of those days if you wanted to slap three big chalk plays together to reduce your um you know the edge there on a parlay maybe look at that and this could be one of them tons of moral support not a game i'm on go penguins
1: yeah it's hard to argue hard to argue (laughs) i'm with you on this one step for step i think the penguins puck line man (laughs) jesus
2: all right last one up for me another chalky one it's colorado avalanche and the chicago blackhawks um listen colorado's eventually gonna lose i just don't think tonight is that night uh these teams played four days ago chicago kept it surprisingly close but still lost two to nothing so while the offense of colorado has been producing let's not ignore their defense as of late In the beginning of December, their goals against was 3.11. That is now down to 2.95. That's a significant drop in a short period of time, meaning their goaltending and their defense is getting better. And I think that's been a huge difference in why they're winning so many games. Chicago, on the other hand, they rank 29th in goals scored per game. They're 22nd in goals allowed per game. And I'd like to tell you that their advanced metrics tell a different story, but they don't. Based on their shot selection, maybe they should be scoring a few more goals here or there, but then, honestly, their goals against would be even worse if some of those high-danger shots were falling when they should have against <laughs> them. I could bet this one up and up and up and up. This is another fucking chalky value play, if you will. $10 bet on the Avalanche.
3: Yeah, it's such a value play. I, I almost want to think it's a trap. Uh, I love Colorado here. Um, the Blackhawks, you know, this is a team that's rebuilding except for Holy. but uh, they're, they're young they're, they're just finding their footing going against a juggernaut like the avalanche i really don't give them an ice cubes chance in hell it's even at home this is one i'm on 20 bucks on the abs
1: i don't know what to make of this i don't know why it is what is it minus 190 that's the best line why isn't it minus 280 what i'm worried about this one I'm legit worried all
2: right
3: those are my two panther you got anything else I do. Let's take a look at the Minnesota Wild going to New York. Take on the Rangers. This is a, a what I would call a 50-50 game. I think both these teams are playing good hockey and playing you know, good defense, offense. They're playing everything the way you want. Minnesota uh, just has found a way to win on the road more, more so than previous seasons. They're not great on the road, but they're better than the last couple seasons. The Rangers, though, are really good at home, like really good at home. And I'm catching them with a plus line in a 50-50 game. You give me the home team with the slightest of plus lines. That's where I'm at. Ten bucks on the Rangers.
2: I would like to say that I like the Rangers in this one. I'm actually going to lean Minnesota when I I ran my numbers. um, I have implied probability about 56% of the time Minnesota winning this one. Uh, so uh, I couldn't quite get there to bet them, especially because the Rangers are a dangerous team. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to lean Minnesota here.
1: I'll lean New York with you though, with the plus one twenty. I I think it's it's close enough to warrant a you know, little bit of little bit of value play there.
3: One more for me. Take a look at Washington going to Dallas. I'm. This is going to maybe Max can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but I'm starting to feel like Washington's a fraud. That this is a team that we were comp- <laughs> we were we were comparing that I mean they were up there with Tampa and Florida and Carolina like we we really liked this Washington team and now they're really just a 500 team not playing that great going against a Dallas team that's just really a dominant at home I feel like this is kind of trappish though because Dallas only minus 110 just seems a little off to me maybe Max can explain why it's only 110 but I like the Stars at home so 10 bucks on Dallas. Uh, moral support, I, d- I do
2: have Dallas winning this game by a little bit here, uh, just a shade over fifty percent of the time. So I couldn't quite get to the implied probability there, but I-, I wouldn't say Washington necessarily are frauds, but they're old. They're the third oldest team in the NHL. That's you know, guys are going to take time off. They're going to get banged up more than usual. Uh, they're going to fade a little bit. Uh, they're still a dangerous team. I think they're a good team, but they're they're not elite and i think age is is definitely part of that you know um I, I i have some moral support here for you i do think dallas wins this one but i i couldn't bet it i'll lean on the stars
1: yeah i, I mean I'm, i would lean washington maybe they're 50 percent team so you know i'm getting 52 percent implied so uh but i don't like this game at all that's all I got. All right, we got a bunch of comments to go through real quick. Saxy Maxi says, "God, I hope. Let's God, let's hope the next evolution of the NFL doesn't involve getting plays from the sidelines." Little, little, little reference to college football being more like college football. Iceberg likes the Clippers plus seven. Iceberg likes OKC at home, and the big thing that caused a, a little bit of a stir is Iceberg says he sees six point. He sees uh, the Bills, uh, Bills, Bulls oh. six and a half. Oh. Huh. Interesting. I cannot find that line anywhere. If either team is getting six and a half points, take it. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. I had, what, Bulls minus a half or yeah. minus two, but if, if you're getting San Antonio plus six and a half, some, something happened. Somebody's out. DeJounte yeah. Murray, Murray's Murray out. Some, to be, yeah, that I mean, would have yeah, to be, that have for, to be it. for that big
2: of a line shift, yeah. Yeah, but I, I hit yeah. a
1: bunch of books. I couldn't find it. Ranger, Rangers at home plus money seems like a good play.
2: OK, yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue the Rangers at home. I just I don't see it. I like Pittsburgh money line also. All right. So oh. value play. Value play there. Chicken shit. Better the day. <laughs> Blackhawks plus one and a half. Maybe we both win, buddy. Maybe we both win. Yeah.
3: You know, I, I want to address that real quick. I've been looking at that the last couple of days. If you took the underdog plus one and a half, you're winning 80 percent of the games right now. Mm. I hit the all these games are so close. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like four, three, three, two. The eighty percent of the games are one goal games.
1: Iceberg thinks that the Colorado game is a trap too. He said he thinks mm-hmm. that's definitely a trap. Uh, Iceberg says Dallas line open with Washington being the favorite. Now it's Dallas minus one twenty-three. If you like closing line value, that's the way you want to bet. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he, okay. I see it now. Opened at six and a half. Sorry, guys. Ah, okay. Okay. That's okay. okay. All, right. All right, All right. All right. So we talked a little bit about coaches. We talked a little bit about Andrew Wiggins. Congratulations. Andrew Wiggins, all-star. We talked about NBA and NHL, Max. That's it.
2: Who, who gets the award for mediocrity? Like, is it Andrew Wiggins being the all star, or is it Jeff Fisher getting a, a hit coaching job again? I I, I don't know. Let's it's medi- Mediocre award goes to both of them, I guess. Download the Deejins app for Android or iOS and listen to anything but our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter
3: at Betting Absolute. No matter where you'll set, please. Highest rating time, subscribe, download, and listen to everything else. Panther, yeah, take some. Panther parlay time. I'm on an island all by myself, so let's see if anybody jumps with me. Memphis Grizzlies. Oklahoma City Thunder, Chicago Bulls. Put those three together, that's your Panther Parlay. And uh, we're hanging out on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a shout out by name, we will holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're gonna do today, when it's all said and done, kids, That's all, make some money Bulls. Information on this podcast
2: may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time.